This is the 288 Football Podcast recapping week seven of the National Football League. My name is Anthony, or the NFL, as you call it. My name is Anthony, and sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal, DeQuincy. Yes, back with a working mic. Oh, so glad to be back. Um, you started off saying the National Football League. I was like, damn, when did you start getting a check from ESPN? <laughs> like that's all they do with those talking heads. It's the National Football League. It's like if they just say NFL, they get there's a shock collar underneath their tie that they're gonna get hit with. I, it's just a pet peeve of mine. Um, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, another week is almost over, and uh, we're what three games away from winning the World Series. Hopefully, knock on wood. Um, yeah, I mean. So I got a quick story to tell or a little story to tell. So Sunday I went over and see my mom and my grandma, um, had a great time. Um, my aunts came over and we all ate food. Everybody's vaccinated except for my son who will be able to get vaccinated. Thank God. Um, so we were there on Sunday just watching TV and we we're watching the Temptations movie. Have you seen the Temptations movie? I've not. Oh man, it's it's a great little two part um, mini series movie, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you watch one? Uh, v- I think it's on VH1, BET. Gotcha. I do remember v- hearing about it. It was original NBC. Okay, well, yeah, it came okay. on BET, so we were watching that, and like, I gotta tell you, man, them them boys, them men, they went through hell being famous. Drug yeah. addiction, alcohol abuse, suicide, cancer. It was like the, the temptations being, took on a whole new meaning, huh? Yeah, being that rich and famous, it has a downside. I mean, one of the guys, Melvin, he was he had um arthritis. Not or was it arthritis or uh osteo. Basically, he wouldn't be able to dance and do all the moves he was doing, and he kept taking these cortisone shots to, you know, to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And um, in the end, when rheumatoid arthritis—that's what it was. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. And uh, he kept getting—he had to keep taking these cortisone shots, and the constant use of them, it just—it destroyed his immune system, and he developed diabetes and um, just a whole other. Uh, heaping of problems and then like <laughs> someone tried to steal this car and he got shot in the leg and the uh, hand oh as well God. like they showed that in the movie and the guy shoots him and like at like okay what happens is like he sees the guy stealing his car he jumps in the car because one of those uh drop tops and um the guy shoots him he's like don't i know you you look real familiar <laughs> he shot one <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah and I, I like it because the guy who plays uh melvin in the movie it's um what's the name uh i think it's db uh, let me make sure 
DB Woodside. Mm-hmm. Like, you know him. He's been around. Um, what was he in? He was in Buffalo Vampire Slayer. He's currently in Lucifer. Uh, he was on 24. Yep. Yeah, that's I think that's his president brother. Palmer's uh, brother. Yeah, who eventually becomes president. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and so Palmer. who else? You know who else is in this movie? Um, I don't know if you've seen um, Angel, but Gun. Do you remember? Did you ever watch Angel? No. Did you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No. You are really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you are killing me right here. Wait, uh, what's the guy's name? I, th- I think it's Augustus. I'm saying all this to just talk about this movie because I do not want to talk about this goddamn Texas game. It was a blowout. <laughs> it was you. boring. It was disgusting. I, literally, we watched that movie um, and until my aunts had to leave. And then once they left, turn over to the Texas game. And it was still close. I think it was... Uh, I know the Texans had five. I don't remember what the... I think it was still like five to six or five to seven like that. And then, of course, as soon as I turn over, I get to see um, uh, DeAndre Hopkins catch a touchdown. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, we know what kind of game this is going to be. Oh, yeah. J. August Richards. Yeah, Richard Street. A member of Otis Williams and the Distance. Distance, who later replaces Paul Williams in The Temptations. Yeah, go watch that movie. And then I, I was looking up like just the Temptations roster. There have been so many Temptations. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Like, like, if, if if a band is still like most bands, the Rolling Stones are one of the few exceptions. But if a band is still going on today, and they started sixty years ago, they've probably gone through a carousel of, of members. Yeah, it's been crazy. We're trying to. Uh, my girlfriend walk in. She's trying to ask me how many burritos I want for for dinner. Two, two, dose. Get out of here. <laughs> Leave it in. Um, yeah. So there's one part of the movie where the actor who plays uh, David Ruffin they're having an argument, and he looks at Otis and he's like, "They come to see the Temptations. They come to see David Ruffin. Ain't no one coming to see you, Otis." And the reason that's so funny is Otis uh, Williams is the only living member of the original Temptations. And he's still, I don't know if uh, he's still performing now, you know, considering the pandemic and everything, but by it was still 2019 and he was still out there performing. Jeez. Otis, old Otis. That'd be 79 from Texarkana, Texas. No kidding. Yeah, that's where he's born. That's cool. And I say all that to say that I would rather talk about this movie for the next 45 <laughs> minutes and talk about the Texas game. Um, <laughs> I wish we stayed on that damn movie. We'd had a more enjoyable day. Um, this is just... What else can we say about the Texans? We've said everything that needs to be said over and over again, week in and week out, until they win. It's just—I mean, at this point, it's they—it's a—it's uh, a team that it's—I'm in no hurry to watch anymore. Uh, you're watching the Temptations movies. I'm taking a nap. I mean, there are literally anything else at this point is better to do than, than watching this football team. Um, 
you know, that's a sad reality, you know, especially being from Houston, being football fans and at the end of the day being Texans fans. Um, you know, that's just where we're at. There's there's nothing else that can be said. I mean, it's the only major sport in Houston with the caveat that I pay attention to because I don't know what happens with the Dynamo, but it's the only major sport in Houston that is completely pathetic. I mean, like you said earlier, the Astros are in the World Series. The Rockets are bad, but you can see the glimmer of hope with Jalen Green and a bunch of the other young guys. The Texans, it's like mm-hmm. you're just in that long, dark tunnel and there's no light at all. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, at this point, it's like uh, any inkling of hope that you had for Davis Mills is slowly fading away because he's had a few good games and he's shown some glimmer. He's shown glimmers of, of potential success, but he's just, you know, this is just um, not the way, way to do it. Like, I don't Putting even know out there. I don't even know how to gr- accurately grade him. Like, this is such a terrible roster that surrounds him. Like, is he bad because he's bad, or is he bad because he has no tools? Right. You don't know. You really don't know at this point. The only grade he give it is an incomplete because the whole team is, is an incomplete at this point. Like, if I told you take away Cooks and take away Mills, who's the best player on the Texans roster um, that played on Sunday? Probably David Johnson. Ooh, that's a scary thought. That's the only guy I can think of. That's uh, a scary-ass thought. Because I can't name, like, uh, who was on the defense that got the interception? That's what I'm trying to look for as well. Uh, oh, Lonnie Johnson Jr. Okay, Johnson Jr. Like, maybe him, but he's been in and out of the line of the of the uh, starting lineup so much. I don't know what to get for him. And Justin Reed, he's taking a step back from what I expected. I don't know if it's he's just if it's um the scheme that he's in with his um cover two deep safety where he's not really involved or the action or he's just not as good as i thought but he has been such a disappointment this year yeah and man i mean the days of knowing anybody on the defense are long gone at this point i was like you name a starter on the defensive line with the caveat of you named anyone, I believe you, cause I can't name a star on the defensive line. Now, did we, did uh, we talk about last time we, we talked football, uh, had they already released Whitney Merciless? Yes. Okay. We did. Um, okay. I remember I called him a scheme ass all-star. That's right. That's right. Um, man, I mean, there's, there's really not much else to talk about. Um, they are in the process of trading Mark Ingram this week. It looks like. Yeah, Back I, to the to the New, New Orleans, Orleans Saints. Yeah, I have not. I have not seen a report of what they got. Yeah, I'm reading against fans. The deal includes a swap of late round picks. Okay. 
And according to the New York Post, Brandon Cooks seems furious with Texans over bullshit Mark Ingram trade. That was nine hours ago. Oh, yeah, I understand this. Someone Ooh. that probably a friend of his, but I don't. Honestly, I hope he's renting and not owning here in Houston because he could be gone too. I, I, mean, I, think I told you, I told you early on, he's really the only tradable asset that could. Uh, I mean, aside, uh, the only active tradable <laughs> asset that can uh, bring back, you know, maybe even a second round pick at this point. Yeah, I agree. Because I'm thinking Tyrod could get something, but what team out there is on the cusp of winning that needs a quarterback? Uh, the Browns. Potentially. Well, that's sure. about it. And he was already there. Yeah, but Baker seems like he's coming back soon. Like, if you go through the teams, like, either they already have their franchise quarterback or they're so bad that they're going to be looking for a quarterback in the next draft or two. Right. I mean, there, there's – if you're a – at this point, if you're a division leader, you are mm-hmm. no need for a quarterback. If you are in the wild card, Hunt, um, looking at the list – at this point, you're really in no need of a quarterback either. Maybe Minnesota, if they're looking for something different um, besides like a traditional pocket passer that the pocket passer, traditional pocket passer that is, uh, what is his name? Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but how much better is Tyrod Taylor than Kirk Cousins? He's a different type of quarterback, really. Like, I, yeah, I, I understand. I don't, but, I don't know if you can. But if you're. I don't know up- if. My question is, if you're upgrading the quarterback position, don't you want to upgrade to someone who can lead your team to a Super Bowl victory? Is Tyrod Taylor that guy? Right. At at this point, I don't think he is. So he may not be the biggest trade asset right now. I would probably say it would be Larry Tunsil, depending on how he comes back from his hand injury. Well, I think it's no, I think it's Cooks actually. That's that's the biggest trade asset. You think so? Because I think there are a lot of teams that would pay handsomely for a franchise left tackle, someone to protect their their quarterback. Tunzel, Larry Tunzel is in the same vein of that I was thinking of Tyrod Taylor. If he can stay healthy at this point, then yeah, you can I think you could get a nice little haul for that guy. Mm-hmm. Um but at this point, I'm I'm sticking with with Cooks. I mean, Tennessee could add him to go with um, Julio Jones. Who else could could use you know a second threat? Maybe Cincinnati. I mean, their rookie quarterback, or I'm sorry, their rookie wide receiver. It's not going to be long until they start doubling up on him. Mm-hmm. You know, double coverage every single play, and the way he's playing. Um, what do you think about Green Bay? Green Bay can always use a receiver, <laughs> and they just lost Devontae Adams. Like he's not playing. We're recording on Thursday night. He's not playing tonight. I don't. I don't believe. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. They've needed. They've needed uh, wide receiving help for years <laughs> since they drafted Aaron Rodgers. I mean, of course they could use it. Use a guy like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm scrolling through, just looking at the rosters right now, different teams. Um, geez. 
Yeah, you're right. You're probably right. Considering that Cooks is on a cheaper contract, you're probably easier to trade for. I don't think Tunsil's getting traded at all. I'm just just throwing it out there. Have a little the only team, no, the only Ted. team you can't trade Brandon Cooks to. Mm-hmm. Um, the only contender that you can't trade Brandon Cooks to right now is the Arizona Cardinals, because history has shown the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals how, know how to get the better end of a trade with Houston Texans. So I still don't want answer Bill, that. I want me. Bill O'Brien. I want his head on a pike. <laughs> don't, don't answer that call. Any other team, send him, but Arizona's out. Speaking of Arizona, do you see what happened to J.J. Watt? I did. I did. Um, same old J.J. Watt at this point. I mean, look, he's done a lot of great things for the city. Mm-hmm. He was great for the Texans while he was here. Well, let me tell people they don't but know. Time, he, you know, go ahead. <laughs> J.J. Watt, it basically, he sees over because he has to have in, uh, season-ending surgery after suffering a torn labrum, bicep, rotator cuff, and a dislocated shoulder. God. I tweeted, his shoulder fell off the bone like it was at the turkey leg cut. I... You know, um, we're both grown, so can we talk about the, se- the sneaky subs- uh, suspicion about J.J. Watt? He's roided out of his mind. Yeah, because I I don't know if people know. So when you take steroids, basically it causes your body, your uh, muscles to grow faster than everything else is connected to them, like your tendons and your joints, things like that. And so when you see a guy who has a bunch of injuries, like their tendons rupture or the bone just snaps off, it's usually an indicator of steroid use. Just yeah. your your muscles have become too strong for the, the like I said the tendon joint to hold onto the bone, so that's why they snap so easily. I mean, yeah. Look, this is not this is not sour sour grapes. This is not um, an indictment of the Texans or anything like that. It's not you know, it's not sour grapes. But the reality is, he's always been injury prone. As great as he's been, he's still been injury prone. And these injuries that he's suffering late in his career, you have to you have to consider all possibilities and the possibility that he may have been on something for a long time. Um, causing these types of injuries is very I mean it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. I just want to say that these are these are all just questions that we're asking. We're not um, throwing any blame or anything like that because we are not trying to get sued. <laughs> yeah, right. We're just just it's just two talk between friends. It's just talk between two friends going out over the internet, not trying to cause no problems. Yeah, man, that's got to be it. That's a dagger for them. Um, what are they six, seven and oh, six and oh, seven and oh. All right. Whooping Texans ass up and down the field. Um, that's it. I have nothing else. If um, so, question: Who's your MVP right now? MVP of the league. Mm-hmm. Ooh man, 
That is uh, an interesting question. I mean, the easy answer is Tom Brady, just because he's Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, I wasn't expecting this question. <laughs> I well, I just <laughs> thought okay. about it. It's okay. But, like, um, I think I think you can make a case, a strong case, for multiple quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek Carr is one because uh, he's having one he's having a good season two the team has held it together in the two weeks since the nightmare PR situation whatever mm-hmm. the incident whatever you want to call it you the, know, the fact that this <laughs> right, the team yeah, the team has won both games since mm-hmm. um, so they're playing well so he's and he's obviously a team leader, team captain. Uh, so a lot of credit has to be given to him to kind of, you know, helping holding the team together and kind of, you know, uh, not letting the off field, uh, off the field incidents, you know, bleed over onto the field during the games. And, and they're still running pretty hot. Kyler Murray. I mean, he's the only team that or he plays for the only team that's undefeated still. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Rodgers, you know, maybe not Rodgers because he did have one clunker to start the season. And I don't know, maybe he needs a few more games to really solidify himself as a, uh, as a true MVP candidate. Uh, and those are just the quarterbacks. And, you know, of course, Jared, Al- Jared, Josh Allen, excuse me, um, Dak Prescott back. I mean, he's definitely going to be comeback player of the year. Yeah. And possibly MVP. Yeah, I mean, he could possibly. I thought MVP. if Dak stayed healthy last year, he had a good he had a good chance to win MVP. Yeah. Um. How about um? And you got I Derrick got, Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Unless Derrick Henry pulls either like two thousand yards or something close to it, this is this award's going to a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, in order for it not to go to a quarterback, you have to have a mixture of a shitty quarterback season from all quarterbacks and just some other position playing out of their, out of their mind. Right. Uh, and Derek Henry, he's great. He's got, let's see, 869 yards as of this recording. So he's still fantastic. Um, but I still think this is a quarterback award as a quarterback lead. Um, one guy that I'm surprised you didn't talk about uh, who is quarterbacking a, let me make sure I get this right. A, Six and one team, quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford is there without a doubt. I mean, there's so many quarterbacks are playing really well this year that it's, you know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins just because of the story involved. He he finally gets out of that sad sack of a city of Detroit. He makes it to another team that actually knows what they're doing, and he puts on you know the tour de force quarterback season. And it doesn't help playing in L.A. Everybody yeah. likes a good LA story, mm-hmm. LA or New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, if I had to put money on it, I'd probably pick Stafford to win right now, just because that's the that's the best story right now. Unless you know the Raiders end up, uh, what are they now? Stafford has a good chance over Brady, especially because they beat the 
Buccaneers this season. Yeah. Already. He's got so, that edge over him there. If the Raiders end up something like 12 and five, I could see David Carr getting the MVP because look at all they they went through. You know, they had to mm-hmm. fire their coach because of all the races. Like, again, the narrative. Yes. And the writers are the ones who picked this, these awards, correct? Yep. And baseball is the only one where they've kind of gotten away from that narrative. They've gotten to where it's the best player, no matter what the team is for the right. most part. But basketball and football, they still have that there. He he put the team on his back and they they turned their season around. They still love that shit. Like it's the yeah. 1970s and they think they're the their sports writers are the most important thing in, of, in the league. They love the nerd. And really, you know, baseball, like it's, you can really dominate mm-hmm. more so than any other sport. I mean, otherwise Mike Trout would not be, would not have won so many MVP awards for playing such, with such a terrible team in, in Los Angeles or Anaheim. Speaking, speaking of it, you're about to owe me another $10 to show. Hey, Tony's definitely win the MVP. <laughs> Did we make that bet? I don't. You're going to have to listen to that. I swear we did, but I'll let you walk. <laughs> okay. I will let you walk on that one. Because you okay. were so sure it was going to be uh, Guerrero Jr. And I was like, I put, I put, right. bet anything is going to be Shohei. And he just, they did the like little um, player awards mm-hmm. and he won their most outstanding player. It's hard to argue. Yeah. It's hard to argue. Hit you with that Vimo request as soon as the award comes right. through. <laughs> well, once the award, once the awards are announced, then I'll, I'll make good. Uh, I'm fucking with you. All right. Um. So there's a game I want to play. Okay. I just re- I just remember it. So the Texans are currently one and six. So we're gonna mm-hmm. play a little game of when do you think the Texans are gonna get win number two? Uh, I'll tell you this: it's not gonna be this weekend. <laughs> No, it's not. They're playing the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Perennial MVP candidate, leading MVP candidate, Matthew Stafford. The line is 14 and a half. Take the Rams. What? Sorry. Over under is 47 and a half. So the Rams are going to score, what, 45? Uh, I would take the over just for the fact that Texans actually score at home. So the Texans get 14 and the Rams get 35. There's your over. Uh, we'll go back. So we both agree. You're definitely not winning this week. Oh, let's, let's let see. me look at the rest of their schedule. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got they the could win against the Dolphins. All right. So they got the Dolphins next Sunday. <laughs> they are playing in Miami and they don't yeah. score it. On the road. Well, Tyrod should be back. They scored the one game, the one road game against um, the Browns. Yeah, they actually scored. So Tyrod. And they would have won that game had he had he not gotten hurt. Yeah, yeah. So Tyrod is back by next week, I think, because I would take Tyrod over to a Tagavaloa at this point. Whatever his name is. If Tyrod was healthy the entire time, the Texans are probably three and four instead of one and six. Mm -hmm. (sighs) 
Um, say la vie. Um, so Dolphins, maybe. I'll say Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins, and then the bye weeks after that. So when they come back, they play at Titans. Mm-hmm. They're not winning that game. And as a versus the Jets. After home versus, Thanksgiving. Yeah, home for versus the Jets could be a win. The Jets do not look good at all. As long as the team doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving too much. Because it's going to only be a couple of days after Thanksgiving. Everybody's eating all the turkeys. All the turkeys and dressing. Uh, they might be a little sluggish, even against a bad Jets team. Well, maybe because they are a bad Texans team. Continuing on, um, after the Jets, they, have, they are home for the Colts. Nope. Yeah, just the way that the Colts are, they have more wins than the Texans. I mean, you know, it's just and at they, this point, if you have more wins than the Texans, you're probably going to beat the Texans. Yeah, and they mollywopped the Texans when they were up there in Indianapolis. Uh, after that, home for the Seahawks. I'm going to hear so much shit when the Seahawks blow out the Texans. You have no idea. <laughs> I don't, if you don't know my girlfriend, a huge Seahawks fan, born and raised up there in Washington State, and the last time they played, it was in Seattle. It was the that crazy back and forth game. That was the last game right before Deshaun blew out his knee, and mm-hmm. Texans uh, barely lost. The Texans will not barely lose this game. They're gonna get blowed out, and the Russell Wilson may be back by that time. So uh, okay. that's it, yeah. If Russell Wilson is not back by that time, I'm gonna take the Texans. Oh, you I'm are. gonna call the upset because <laughs> you are a brave Seattle fool. hasn't been playing great either. <laughs> They're still better than this team, but I'll, I'll, but if, I'll... if they don't have Russell and we've got Tyrod, I like our chances. Tyrod and, and Cooks together was you know. Tyrod Cooks and and Tunzel. <laughs> That's asking a lot at yeah. this point. There there's is a lot of conditions because it's the NFL. Because it's football, there's going to be one game in this in this schedule that we swear to God they're going to lose that they're going to pull off, and it might be the Seahawks. I'm not predicting it. I'll call. It. I'll call that one. I call you shot, my friend. At the Seahawks, they're on the road against the Jags. Uh. Who knows? Who, Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? What do you know if Urban Meyer is still going to be the coach? We have no yeah. idea what's going to happen. After the Jags are home for the Chargers, oh, that's an L. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they go to San Francisco, take on the Niners. That's a road game, so another L. And so, and then they'll end the season home against the Titans. The only way they win that last game is if. Tennessee has everything locked down. Yep. And they decide not to play any of their starters. That's yep. the only way the Texans are winning that game. So uh, we said the Dolphins, the Jets, and you picked the Seahawks. Those are three games you picked to win. Three games that or I'd they say could possibly win. They have the highest chance of winning. Yeah. yeah. Dolphins, Jets. Did we say J- no? Dolphins, Jets, Jags. I'm sorry, let me do that in order. Dolphins, then Jets, Seahawks, and Jags. That's what you picked. 
Right. So that's a, what, four and six record mm-hmm. the rest of the way. That's a lot of wins for this team. To finish five and 12, that's a lot uh, of wins. Five and 13. No. Yeah, you're right. Five and 12. I'm sorry. I forget how many games we're playing now. I'm sure I had to make sure. I had to do the math as well. (laughs) I'm sure the owners would love when we were playing 18 games, but when we're playing 17. Yeah, I got them going, what, four and 13? High drive pick. (laughs) Still may not be the number one pick, but a high one. Mm -hmm. Especially if you beat the Jets. Sorry, what else? Oh, did we want to talk about the crazy games that happened last week? Uh, yeah, I mean, we we had our, our games of the week picks, mm-hmm. and I think they all went awry. I don't even remember what mine was. Did you remember those? I think you picked – did you pick the Browns and Broncos, or did I? You must have. Yeah, I think so. And it was a close game, but it really wasn't. I mean, it was kind of. Oh, I know a game I picked. You oh, you picked Titans and Chiefs. Woo, buddy! That's right. <laughs> Last week, Mercury must have been in, in Metrograde, Haterade, Gatorade, all of it, because there was some crazy ass games. And this was up there. The Titans just go, just demolish the Chiefs, twenty-seven to three. It. I don't even know what to say about the Chiefs anymore. Like, it looks like all that magic is just completely gone. That is half a billion dollars. Um, and I don't understand. Too an, soon, I guess, or too an, late. An offense this good should not be held to just three points. I don't care no. what defense you have out there. You can have the the old two Ravens out here. There's no reason why the Chiefs should be this bad offensively and defensively. Mm-hmm. And oh man, and that wasn't even the biggest margin of victory this weekend because the that uh, last weekend because the Patriots just demolished the Jets fifty four to thirteen. Yeah. But- I want to look at this box score because it's not like the offense. It's not like the passing game was like all world sort of, I guess maybe, yeah, maybe so for the Patrick for the Pats. Yeah. I mean, they, the passing game threw for 403 yards I mean, that's a huge, ch- that's a huge number. So I, I, I can't, I have to, I guess reverse course on that one, but. Beep, beep. Had to walk that one back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The Patriots just demolished the Jets. The Jets look like a JV team out here. Uh, going on, you saw what happened with the between the Giants and the Panthers. Giants and Panthers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened? No, I didn't. Oh, apparently they're having second thoughts about um their Giants and Panthers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam Donald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So apparently, rumors are they're back in the uh, Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Yes. Oh, speaking of which, the crazy story came out earlier this week. Where basically, 
um, I don't remember who it was. The reporter would tweet out, there's a deal in place, but the Dolphins don't want to make a trade until they have um, basically have, they have an idea what's going to happen with the Deshaun Watson case. Good luck with that. And they have an idea of what the hell the commissioner is going to do as far as suspending him. Good luck with that. So like, oh, there's a deal in place. Yeah, there's a deal in place, but there's no deal because there's no fucking way you're going to get any of that before the trade deadline next Tuesday. Nope. Because I don't I even mean, think, I think the the uh, cases aren't even going forward until next February. Like discovery continues until next March. Uh, like we said, he's not getting traded to the offseason. We said that a couple weeks ago. I don't even know why people are playing. No one is going to take that that problem head on and deal with it. Get out there and play him, and all of a sudden the commissioner comes in like um, Teddy Long. Hold on, player. <laughs> Tonight, Deshaun Watson, you go one-on-one with The Undertaker. Was yeah, I mean, oh, 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 and I want to say something else. How dare you, Baltimore Ravens, make a fool out of me yet again after I praised you when you came out here two weeks ago and you just went rough shot on the goddamn Chargers and I told you I was wrong. You guys have it. You can make it. And I was a fool for not believing you. And then you come out here and play that dog shit ass game against the Bengals. At home, you get embarrassed. 41 to 17. How Fucking dare you, Baltimore. It's a man named Joe Burrow, that's how. And Jamar Chase, good God. Oh, yeah, he might, he might win rookie of the year. He is so good. Eight receptions for 201 yards. Did mm-hmm. not see that, that yeah. box score. A couple weeks ago, a Bengals fan asked, oh, who's dirty should I buy because she had a... um." AJ Green one, and he's no longer on the team. I was like, you better buy that Chase jersey because he looks like the next big thing. And mm-hmm. you see it. And now I want to take this time to thank the NFL. I know you're like, DeQuincy, what are you thanking the NFL for? They, you know, they're racist, they're sexist, <laughs> they have all kinds of problems. They have, uh, the good old boys club good old boys club they they do these testing for former players for cte and they lower the co- cognitive um awareness for the black players lower so you didn't have to pay them out much month as much money as the white players so you know what are you thinking for and i'm like you know i accept all that i know all that you know the racism sexism injury debilitating but i want to thank them because they cared about my sleep schedule so much that they scheduled the Colts versus the 49ers on Sunday night football. And I want to thank them because I went to sleep at a nice, decent time, woke up Monday morning, well rested, ready for work. So thank you, NFL. 
This has been Thanks by DeQuincy. Backhanded Thanks. <laughs> yeah, man. I, like I said, I finally had a chance to like be home on a Sunday night to watch the game. And it was, <laughs> was, oh, my God. I, I stayed home for this. Even the one time you get to be home on a Sunday night and they give you this poo-poo platter. <laughs> I was like, man, I I, I want to go to bed, but maybe it'll pick. Maybe it'll get better. And it just didn't. What's that called? The sunken cost fallacy. Yeah, he's like, I'm already in. Am I looking? Going? No, pull that ripcord. Get out. Save yourself. How long did you keep watching? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it off at the two-minute warning of the fourth quarter. God. <laughs> oh, you got God! Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> oh, the NFL played you like a fiddle. Oh. Woo. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, man. Hey. They screwed you so good, they should have had a cigarette after that game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they did. <sighs> um, I don't have an overreaction for this week. Um, I really didn't pay too much attention. As you can see, I really didn't even do an outline for this podcast. We're kind of winging yeah. it. But it's been fun. Um, so give me yeah. your game of the week. Hopefully it, it goes is, better than last week. I hope so, too. I think it's happening right now as we speak. Ooh, um, who's playing right now? Green Bay, Arizona, recording this on Thursday night. Ooh, you're Packers and Cardinals. Yes, sir. I mean, that's a... Green Bay in Arizona is uh, a great way to start the week, the mm-hmm. weekend. Um, let me just make sure that there's nothing else that I would pick. Uh, yeah, you're giving me the first choice. I'm picking yeah. Green Bay in Arizona. God damn this. <laughs> right. Holy shit. I didn't realize how bad this schedule is. Are there any teams that are playing that are over 500? Oh. I think New England at Los Angeles. New England is three and four. Oh, oh never mind. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pittsburgh Buc- Cleveland? Buccaneers at Saints. Buccaneers are six and one. Saints are four and two. I think that's it. Pittsburgh. Uh, P- yeah, Pittsburgh's three and three. Yeah. Um, Vegas and oh no, those they have the bye week. Nice. All right, then I'm going with that Fox game. That's probably the Fox game of the week. Buccaneers versus Saints. Um, Tom Brady, the Angels wonder going at it. Uh, the Saints, like we said earlier, they just got back. Uh, Mark Ingram and um, yeah. I'm a Kamara. Give it to Kamara. Run a Kamara. Run a Kamara. Give it to Kamara. Kamara, famous Jameis. I mean, you can't can't go wrong with that. Yeah, should be a good matchup. 
Yeah, those. God damn. And Tampa playing in that stadium, it's going to be interesting because that's a big, loud stadium. Yes. Closed off. One of the best home field advantages in the entire NFL. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That. Oh, boy. Um, so Sunday um, morning, I might be watching Dune, bro. <laughs> this late is horrendous. Yeah. There's a lot of division games or um, conference games. Yeah. Panthers, Falcons, Bills, Dolphins, Steelers, Browns, Titans, Colts. 49ers, Bears, yeah. Eagles, Lions, Bengals, Jets. Ooh, ooh. Uh, ooh, someone screwed over ESPN. Look at that that Monday night game. <laughs> yeah. Giants versus Chiefs. This actually could be an interesting game. It'd be interesting game for all the bad reasons. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, can the Giants score against the Chiefs' awful defense? Can the Chiefs get back on the on the horse after the game they played last week? Who knows? But you know who won't find out? Me, because I'm not watching that. <laughs> God damn, we don't even have a um, possible World Series game that day either. It's travel day. Uh, <laughs> Well, look at it this way. The best way you can look at this Sunday, mm-hmm. this weekend, is that the NFL gave you Green Bay at Arizona to watch right now after we're done recording. An off travel day for the World Series. Then you've got game three on Friday night. Game four, Saturday night. Game five, Sunday night. And if the Astros position themselves to close it out on Sunday night, game five. You look at this schedule for Sunday, October 31st, and you can rest all day in preparation for game five of the World Series Sunday night. That might be the your only option at this point. Look, um, Sunday... If you haven't finished getting candy for trick or treaters, do that. <laughs> do that Sunday morning. Get that candy ready. Watch Dune, as you said. Uh, I will. And, I need to. You know, Cowboys Vikings. It looks like it could be a good. Yeah, Cowboys Vikings will be a good game. Fingers crossed. So you know, get some candy. Settle in for the trick or treaters coming at your door. And um, just have a good Halloween night because you will not have a good Halloween day watching these games. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Yeah, we should watch Dune and then just give our thoughts on the next podcast. I, I think that's a great idea. What the fuck is this? You you read the, the books or seeing the, the other movie? No, I have not. Okay, me neither. So we're both going this blind. All right. Going in fresh. Going in fresh. Um, anything else, my man, football-wise? No, that's it. That's all I've got. I appreciate all the love and support. Listening to uh, two buddies yuck it up over yuck bad it. Texans. 
a bad Texas Texans team and a bad uh, week eight schedule. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flabbergasted, man. Um, yeah, that's it. We're gonna get out of here, Anthony. As always, it's a pleasure talking to you. Uh, let's get back to it this weekend after we see Dune. Watch this. Uh, we probably do a podcast on Monday if you got time. Because I gotta take the little tight trick or treating. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, he's excited because we didn't get to go last year because. You know, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Last year the world's on fire. This year it's just slightly burning. Correct. All like right, a Kindle. <laughs> just a yeah, that's a, kindling. Yeah, it's a kindling. Still some smoke. All right, we're getting up out of here. Uh, we'll be back later next week. Hopefully, you know the Astros are able to sweep the Braves and at um, Twist Stadium. How you say it? I don't know, actually. All right. Well, that's how I'm saying it. <laughs> okay. I take your word for it. All right. We're going to get out of here. We will talk to you next week. Like I said, um, that's it. Pleasure talking to you, Anthony. Thank you for listening, download, sharing. And oh, so you remember last time on the podcast when I was talking about, oh, um, Anchor has this video thing that they're bringing out and i signed us up you know to be a trial um we got accepted <laughs> so okay if you, you want to do the video and the videos are only going to be on spotify okay so if you want to do that we definitely can and um oh i also have a plan for what ha- what we can do after if the astros happen to world- win the world series we'll talk about it later but anyway, let's get up out of here. We've taken enough of your time. We'll be back next week. For Anthony, I'm the Quincy. Later, babies. Let's go Astros. Woo!